remix. We about to drop these sick beats. Let's go. Beat drop. Hey everyone, and welcome to the uh, next episode of the uh, Tell Podcast. I hope everyone's having a beautiful start to, or actually middle of the week now, Wednesday already. And uh, so traveling into work uh, today, it's uh, beautiful out, the sun is shining, and uh, I said to myself, you know what, I'll do the first part, maybe the intro part in the car, and then the second part I'll do uh, from the home uh, recording stuff. So uh, yeah, here we are, almost the end of March already. And, uh, you know, again, I always found that after the March break, you really start that descent towards uh, the end of the year. And it comes it comes by quicker than we think. I always remember going, you know what, April, and then you have April, May, and then uh, you're wrapping things up uh, in June. And so, you know, good time right now. I found always like, you know, looking at assessment and evaluation now, this was a time of year where I always did a bit of an audit of where things were at, you know, because again, those those final report cards come quicker than we think. And so, you know, it's a good time to kind of look at things and, you know, think about, you know, uh, you know upcoming assignments and, uh, you know, also exploring the idea of, you know, trying new stuff when it comes to assessment. I know there's been a lot of talk over the past couple of years around, you know, different types of assessment, you know, great opportunity. We think of innovation in our practice, you know, like we're, we're so used to the, you know, the pencil and paper and test kind of thing. And, you know, maybe a great opportunity to, to look at, you know, maybe getting a really good resource around, you know, uh, some some other practices when it comes to assessment, whether it be observation, you know, whether it be conferencing uh, with the students and things like that, maybe thinking about an e-portfolio or a portfolio. Uh, so again, uh, there's a really great um, session. It's a Math Monday hosted by OECTA. Um, his name is Peter Cameron on Twitter. I can't remember what his handle is, but you check it out. He did a whole hour and he's basically just done away with marks. And so he's uh, assessing now using kind of like newer, newer methods. And, uh, you know, again, it's one of those things like there's, I always found that, you know, even when you're using technology in the classroom, like uh, you got to be careful of the extreme shifts, you know, because I find anytime you try to do something that's too drastic, um, it can become complicated. Sometimes we haven't done our homework, you know, and, and, you know, doing the research, thinking about what this looks like. And so I always kind of found that I like the, um, you know, that idea of the pilot project, you know, like that, or, you know, like just the incubator mode where you just try things out, you know, so it's a good opportunity to try new things uh, in the last few months. So I encourage you to do that. And uh, the same kind of applies to, to technology in the classroom, maybe a good opportunity to kind of look at some of the projects they have lined up for the students and think, you know, where could I fit in some technology and innovation there to, uh, to make it fun for the students and uh, where it connects to their reality and the way uh, they learn. And again, it's, it's humbling being a parent and a dad and, and just watching my kids grow up now, it, you know, it's uh, my son's 12, my daughter's 10. And, you know, 
to be constantly reminded about their reality and how they learn and what speaks to them and what they connect to, what their friends connect to. And, you know, working hard to understand the world they're growing up in and trying to, you know, meet them where they're at in the journey. And I think as a classroom teacher, that's so important, you know, like it's so easy for us to get caught up in the way it we think it should be or, you know, the way we learned in school, you know, and, and the whole conversation around BYOD and students using their own devices. And it's, um, you know, it's one of those things that more and more, just again, watching my kids and how they learn and stuff more and more, it's just something we're going to have to wrap our minds around as educators, you know, is how do we, how do we incorporate these devices that they're coming to school with and help them become productive with them, you know, and, and again, just our board, we're Office 365. So, you know, all the cloud stuff works with the apps and stuff like that. So, there's a way to do it for sure. I, I think it's just, again, as a teacher, kind of setting yourself as a, you know, a long-term goal, you know, just saying, okay, you know what, my goal is, you know, in maybe six months or, or next year, you know, to incorporate some aspects of BYOD into my class. And so now I'm going to start the research part. You know, I'm going to read some books. I'm going to listen to some podcasts. I'm going to, you know, again, Uh, What worked really well for me when I was in the classroom was, you know, we talk about blended learning and often I get questions about like, Andrew, how do you do it? Like, how do we, how do we achieve this blended learning? And uh, one of the things that was really good for me when I was starting out was just, I had like a blended learning Thursdays in my course. And, um, you know, Thursday was the day where we did blended learning. And uh, I mean, again, this is five, six years ago, you know, uh, but at the time, it was perfect because for three or four days of the week, I kind of did my regular stuff, but there was that one day a week where it was innovation and, and me and my practice just doing new things and the kids using the technology to enable the learning and it was really manageable. And I think that the BYOD piece is, it, that's another way I think it could be approached in the classroom, you know, where is it a good idea maybe for the students to have their devices with them all the time? Um, you know, that, that's a question. I think it depends on the class. I think it depends on, you know, there's a lot of factors that come to, come, you know, come to play. But I, I think that just if you're asking me, from my experience teaching, you know, elementary and even like high school, I think that probably I would have a designated time for it. You know, this is innovation time. This is BYOD time. Come grab the device and get to work, you know. Um, and try to use it that way so it's productive. Leverage the cloud stuff. You know, the, the cloud-based technology allows for us to support the learner as they learn. That's a huge difference. That's a game changer. You know, that, that's, we've never had that before. You know, so whether you're a Google uh, board or you're, you, have, you use Microsoft tools, like we have the ability now as a, as a teacher, I can go into my Microsoft Teams, I can set up an assignment and go, guys, you have the hour of class today to do this task. Grab your devices and go. At the end of the hour, the assignment's done. You know, you have a time, it's a time task, let's say. Um, 
And so that changes things, right? So as a student, like if I'm, if I'm, you know, if I go into the class and teach and go, okay, guys, today we're going to do BYOD and, you know, I want you guys to do research and this and that. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have two or three class, like it's, students then have a hard time with that because then they go, oh, okay, so I have three days while well, I can procrastinate now and I can get on to other things and apps and, and kind of maybe not be focused on the task at hand, you know? So food for thought, you know, like I think BYOD, I think us wrapping our minds around how education is changing and, and meeting the learner where they're at. I do feel though that it's important to continue to mention and to bring it to the forefront that at the end of the day, it's not going to be the, the technology is not going to be the answer. You know, it's, it's just not going to be the answer. And so if we think that, you know, having technology in the classroom is what's going to make all of my students in my class be successful. I just think that, 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 that's, um, um, it's a premise that just doesn't won't stand up to the the test of time. I think that what it comes down to is again, you know, uh, in George Gross's book in the Innovator's Mindset, he talks about relationships in the classroom. I think that actually ahead of anything, it's your relationships with your students and how they feel in your presence, how they feel in your classroom, and if they're feeling positive and they feel good and they feel valued and they feel that you care, they're going to come to the table and be open to all kinds of different tasks that, you know, you put in front of them and one being technology, you know, but there's all kinds of other strategies too, um, that are important for us to incorporate too. So I think that relationship piece is key. And so again, you know, this podcast here, the whole idea was just, you know, kind of talking a bit about, you know, maybe a bit of assessment, you know, look at your assessment practice. Think about, you know, maybe some new ways that you could try new assessment tools with the goal of transitioning maybe more and more away from that paper pencil test uh, and, and do the audit, you know, think about it. Like I think of my, my children, how much time do they spend, you know, in the summertime using a pencil and paper? Now we can have the, the discussion on whether we think that's right or wrong. At the end of the day, it's 2018. They just don't communicate that way. So if our main way of testing is pencil paper, we are in a way putting up a barrier. You know, I, I think about, uh, you know, something that just popped in my head. Like imagine if, you know, we all did an AQ course as teachers together and, you know, you show up at the university, you're in the room and, you know, teacher's going through the syllabus and she's talking about how wonderful the course is and then says, hey, and by the way, um, uh, testing this year, we have the uh, first and original typewriters. You guys are all going to use typewriters this year uh, for all assessment evaluation. And so like, it's almost, I mean, maybe that's a little bit uh, goofy, but it, in a way, when you think of our texting and digital generation, like when we ask them to do pencil paper, in a way it's, they're using something that they just, they don't use a lot anymore. So food for thought for sure. I hope everyone has a wonderful week. I think I'm going to wrap this one up. Uh, I'll look at the next chapter of George Guros' book in the next podcast. Beautiful out today. Get out, get out and do a bit of a walk. Uh, plan something fun for your students and enjoy these last three months of the school year. Take care, everyone.